1: The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
2: It is a numbers game here on vSIN. Happy to be with you. It's the next to last Friday of February. One month from today, we'll be about an hour away from the second day at Round of 64 in the NCAA tournament. How great is that? How great is that? We're happy to be with you. We're slow jamming with Vinny in a half hour be excited for that see how uh see how Chrissy and company did behind us well uh if you want your Daytona talk on the show we'll ask Vinny that will be uh where the uh, Daytona 500 talk comes later in the program uh that is uh I, I I will say this no pun intended on this but NASCAR is a blind spot for me always has been a blind spot
3: so Jeff, Jeff come on just, just spend a couple hours with me I'll I'll convert you to a big fan. There you go. See,
2: that's the voice of Wyatt Tomchak, everyone, who's in my chair today. Uh, But uh, Vinny, we're still jamming in a half hour. A lot of of NBA today. And it's a good time to sit back and look back at, can't even call it the first half of the NBA season. They've played 60 games already. The first three-fourths of the season. Gotta love the All-Star game being at the 75% waypoint. Great. Awesome. But, it's All-Star Weekend in Cleveland. Uh, I will say this uh, on the All-Star Weekend real quick. Why did they have to change the format of the skills competition? Like, what are we doing with these teams? We got the rookie team. We got the Cleveland team. And we got the, uh, the uh, I always call them the Giannis brothers. The the Kupo brothers as a team. Why are we bothering? We're just trying to make sure we can't go for three straight years of getting the skills competition winner right. That's we're doing. Ridiculous. New format. It's like the old, you remember the old shooting stars competition in the All-Star Weekend where you would have a current player for whatever market it was, it was, a WNBA player for the team in that market, and then a living legend from that market. They're basically doing that, but for the skills competition. It's nonsense. Total nonsense. I'm maybe one of six people that care about that. That's all I'll say, but it's nonsense. Uh, eliminates a potential betting opportunity on a, lo- a real long shot this weekend, but alas, they, the reason for all this. By the way, the dunk competed the dunk contest. Wyatt, Jalen Green, Obi Thompson, Cole Anthony, Juan Toscano, Anderson. Can't do better than that.
3: It's a w- that's a weird Obi Thompson. By the way, would be what I would oh, bet.
2: Obi Thompson would be my yeah. That bet would be one. my bet at two to one. Yeah. if we're gonna bet that, but.
3: We can't do better. Seriously. I just want, I just want one year, just like Adam Silver, just take everyone, you know, in the back and say, look, LeBron, Giannis, anybody else you can think of. We're do doing it. it. We're we doing it. One, one do it. time. Just one time. One time. One time is all
2: we ask for. That's all, all you need. One, one time. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. Let's go to our power rankings. My power rankings for the NBA through the first three quarters of the season. Now. These are very similar to what we did for the uh, the the uh, the NFL on the show, and it's a little bit different because it's a little bit of a mix of, do I think, the, of current form plus what do we have moving forward? Because that's the only reason you can have the Brooklyn Nets as high as I do because of moving forward potential still. And that's one through ten, a little bit of a uh, – this is a little bit of a hybrid because I went off – what they are right now, what I expect them to be in the playoffs, and potential to win the NBA championship when everything's all said and done. And there is no argument in number one. You can't argue that Phoenix is number one at this point. They are the best team. They are, if not the on top of being the best team, the deepest team in the league. They were in the finals a year ago. They're going to have home court potential probably through the whole playoffs, including the finals. They're number one. Now, this is where, after number one is where it got very difficult for me. The defending champs are at number two. They have, let's face it, they've sleptwalked through this season so far and are still going to end up with a top three seed in the East, probably. So, they're number two. Miami, number three. We talked about it earlier in the week. Have a real chance at the number one seed. They have the best home record in the Eastern Conference. Only Golden State and Phoenix have a better record than Miami at home. So we'll take the Heat at number three for the power rankings. Golden State at number four, they have again they, the second best record in the NBA. They've been very good. They have Steph, they have the elite backcourt back in full form again, a good home court advantage. They're number four. Now this is where this got very difficult five beyond. Because now we're kind of looking at more potential more than anything. And that's why Brooklyn and Philadelphia, Philadelphia a slot ahead of Brooklyn at five and six. We're still going on potential here where Harden and Embiid together, if they work out together well, probably vault to number two on this list. But I'm not fully sold that those two are going to mesh properly together. And if so, it may even turn into being next year. You may have the MVP of the league. I have Philadelphia number five there. Brooklyn's at number six solely on potential. Now, if I know for a fact that Kyrie Irving is going to be unable to play in home games, because it sure seems the momentum's going towards him being able to play in home games once the playoffs come around. And if I know if I if I know Kevin Durant is healthy, Brooklyn would move up this list as well. If I knew Durant wouldn't come back, or Kyrie's definitely not playing in home games, they wouldn't even be in the top ten. Wouldn't be there. Wouldn't have them. They would be out. In their current form, Brooklyn would be about fourteenth if they're lucky in my list. But I'm going full off potential, so they're in at number six more than anything. Now, Memphis currently third in the East at number seven, Bulls at number eight. I Chicago's injuries scare me long term. If they get home court, they may be able to get around further than expected. So they are at number eight. Memphis, number seven. They're a nice story. Probably win a playoff series, go out to Golden State, in the best of seven. Utah's number nine. Utah, Cleveland, and the Celtics, who were just out on the outside looking in on this list. I think that Marcus Smart injury if that severe it could be a big problem for Boston. Those were hard teams for me to rank. Because I actually love how Cleveland's roster is constructed. But it's a team with basically next to no playoff experience for their key players. So how do we manage them? They're number 10. And then Utah, look, even though Utah's going to end up probably at a top four seed in the Western Conference, I will not trust Utah to do more than win a playoff series until they prove me otherwise. So that's why they're as low as they are. Uh, Look, the only thing in this list that I feel great about is Phoenix at number one. I don't, you can't argue that at this point. And it kind of ma- is going to make for a really interesting, especially Eastern Conference playoffs, where you could have Toronto, who's not on my list either, currently is the number seven seed in the Eastern Conference. They just won a title in recent times. Now, yes, I know Kawhi's not there. I understand that it's a different looking roster. Kyle Lowry's in Miami. But Fred Van Fleet is an all-star now. Siakam is still a really darn good player. They have a, still have a top seven coach in Nick Nurse. That Eastern Conference is going to be fun. The playoffs, which probably means Milwaukee is going to steamroll through and we're going to get a rematch again. I know you wouldn't complain about that, Wyatt Check? But uh, to me, I, I, I think Phoenix was the e- – other than Phoenix, this was not particularly easy to figure out 1 through 10 here in the NBA because you could argue – Boston wasn't on my list. You could throw them in there easily. You could throw Dallas in there easily if you really wanted to. There are a lot of teams you could throw in that I just didn't have on my list. I got a question
3: for you. Yeah, go ahead. Please. Now, obviously, with Anthony Davis, the injury to the Lakers. The
2: Lakers are nowhere near the list. If he comes back healthy. They're nowhere near the list. Any chance for them? No. 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 They are what they are at this point. And unless if you get superhero LeBron, no way. I'd much rather have Minnesota on my list than them. I don't think Minnesota. I don't think Minnesota's fine. fine. Think they probably get in the play. They'll they'll win. They'll win. A, they'll win one of the two playing games. And getting in the playoffs is an accomplishment enough for Minnesota. But I don't think Lakers. No way. AD by the way looks like he can be out at least a month. we Will be reassessed in a month with that ankle injury he suffered two nights
3: ago. Can Can you think of another? Like I mean, probably Greg Oden type. That just feels like every well, two weeks, he just keeps getting quite, hurt. He not quite Greg Oden. It's, like. it's
2: hard to compare anyone to Greg Oden because his career was over before it even started. A.D. Look, a bubble A.D. won a title. Like, he won a title. He was the best. Uh, for that run, he was better than LeBron in the bubble. He just was. And they don't win that title without him. Look, it, a little bit of a snake bitten career for sure for A.D. But, I look, the Lakers are not. Lakers are not a threat. Again, the team that... Boston and, and Dallas, and I guess you can include Denver, too, just on the basis of how good Nikola Jokic is. Those are the snubs on this list. By the way, we talked about it yesterday. 538's ELO rankings has the Boston Celtics currently as the favorites to win the NBA title. Which is just insanity that that is happening. But look, the Celtics right now... Have the best point differential in the eastern Conference as amazing as that is I just don't buy them i don't th- I don't think they're that good really don't I think just you're it, it's more the fact that they have the best point differential in the Eastern Conference is the fact that Milwaukee has really just slept walked through the through their games so far this year, and yet Milwaukee's still twelve games over five hundred and safely avoiding the play in games so again it, it, these it, ask me in a week, I could have a totally different list other than Phoenix at number one. And again, I understand that Brooklyn is bad without their guys. They're a mediocre basketball team, but you always have to have in the back of your mind that last year with no Kyrie Irving after an injury, Harden playing at 50%, that a Kevin Durant shoe was a half a size smaller, the Brooklyn Nets probably win the NBA title last year with just KD play. We go to College Hoops next on The Numbers Game here on Vison.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.
2: any of this show or quite frankly anything in general you can get them all with our v free sports betting podcast which you can catch replays of all of our shows or download and listen on your schedule now at v slash podcast you can get the beating the book podcast with gil alexander market insights with josh applebaum hardwood handicappers with jvt coast to coast hoops with greg peterson the Wide World, the Wine Garden with Jason, Wine Garden, replays of Follow the Money, My Guys in the Desert, and Lombardi Line, and every show on the network. They're all free, available now, VCN.com/slash podcast, or wherever you listen to your pods. It is a numbers game here on VEASAN. It's uh it's big, it's a big list day today on the program. No NBA games. A uh, a college basketball slate that leaves a lot to be desired today. By the way, only one only one play today in college hoops. I, I'll make it fast. It'll be a quick one here. We're going to lay with Princeton on the road tonight. That's what we're going to do.
3: You good with that, Wyatt? Who are they playing? Playing Brown. I will, you know, say it from the... With with all due respect, I have no idea about any of those teams, so I can't tell you if that's a good bet or not. But I wish you the best of luck.
2: There you go. Uh last checked, you can still get you can still lay two at Princeton. That's what I laid this morning. Yeah, you probably want to get on it now. It looks like it's moving up. If you got it last night on Princeton laying one, good job well done by you. I also don't mind if you don't want to lay two and want to lay a dollar thirty five on the money line in Princeton, no problem there. So there you go. Little Ivy League hoops after uh a frustrating day yesterday. Frustrating day yesterday. I think uh, yesterday kind of got told by a, by an in-game bet I had. I saw so I had Santa Clara laying four and a half in-game yesterday. Santa Clara basically leading the whole second half by eight or nine. Ends up managing the only win by four. Did a lot of fun there. Always great when you have that, when something
3: like that happens to you. Meaningless layup with one second left to lose by a hook. That or just, uh, you know, foul and, you know, you get, you get plus eight. Yeah, team. but you,
2: but you, but, but you know, that's at least part of the equation. sometimes. Yeah, still, annoying. but it's it's a hundred percent annoying. I can't argue with that. Speaking of said college hoops after our one solo uh, lay of the day with uh, Princeton in the Ivy league uh, against Brown uh, in a scenic Providence, Rhode Island for that one. Uh, let's go to, uh, we got, uh, we got more power rankings. Look at this. The power rankings, power rankings day on the show. Here we go. Let me throw them on the screen. One through 10. And I will tell you this this was really difficult after number seven, Wyatt. For me, it was really difficult trying to figure out who goes where. Now, if you're going off bracketology right now, which I don't know if I would advocate doing that, your one seeds in most bracketology, most. Bracketology Worlds are Gonzaga, Arizona, Auburn, and Kansas are your number one seeds at the moment. Kentucky, currently I have at number two. Now there's a huge caveat here with this with Kentucky. If Ty Ty Washington is healthy, they are closer to number one than they are actually to, let's say, number, number four or number five with Baylor and Arizona. Them and Auburn are a coin flip to me. Auburn beat them earlier in the year. I know that. But Ty Ty Washington left that game with an injury. Kentucky was up 10 when he left. That's a a correlation right there for sure. And you saw how that game played out. That Kentucky missed Washington badly. Gonzaga's number one. Just on, look, on the fact that they're a dominant offensive force still. And we talked about this earlier in the week. Chet Holmgren has figured out college basketball. And the fact that they now have an elite one-two big guy punch, they're going to be a very difficult out. Now, the big problem, the biggest issue that I have with Gonzaga is Jalen Suggs is on the Orlando Magic now. (laughs) Because as good as their guards are this year, Jalen Suggs was so good and to me was the best guard, maybe even the best player, period, they've ever had at Gonzaga. And not taking advantage of him being there and winning a title was a little bit rough. Gonzaga's one, Kentucky's two, Auburn's three. Now, here's what I will say with four through seven. If you put any of these teams, Baylor, Arizona, Purdue, and Texas Tech, four through seven, I have no problem with whatever order you want. I am aware Texas Tech swept Baylor. I understand that. But when Baylor gets healthy here, when Cryer inevitably comes back, Baylor is better than all four, all three of those teams. They've been able to hold up without their leading scorer for now, better portion of a month. So Baylor comes in at number four. Arizona, by the way, in a uh, total that was not an official pick; that was a suggestion yesterday. Why we ended up pushing that total yesterday uh, with uh, Oregon State and Arizona at one, legitimately ending one fifty-two yesterday in an eighty-three sixty-nine final. Arizona is if you're going off Ken Palm numbers here when you have a top 10 offense and top 10 defense it is very difficult to not be considered a legit national championship contender arizona's number nine offensive adjusted off, adjusted offense seven defensive adjusted defense That's usually a recipe for having success in a tournament they're very young first year head coach and tommy lloyd i already have i do have numbers on them uh 16 to excuse me 15 to 1 on Arizona is what I ended up taking to win a national championship. I have them at number 5 Purdue. Very talented team. They are capable though of uh losing to teams that they have no business losing to. Probably should have lost to Maryland over the weekend. They're number 6. Texas Tech, Mark Adams, legitimate coach. Great defensively, good depth. Texas Tech at number 7. 8 through 10 now. I know Kansas is currently on the one line. I don't trust them. I love Oje Obaji. Probably should win an A's award. But there's something about Kansas that I can't quite pinpoint that makes me not trust them in the NCAA tournament. We've now seen the back-to-back tournaments for Bill Self's squad. They were a three-seed last year, got annihilated by six-seed USC in the round of 32. year before that, they were a four-seed, got annihilated by Auburn, who ended up making the final four in the round of 32. There is something that I just can't quite figure out that I don't love about the Jayhawks. That's why I have them at low. Duke at number eight, very talented. I know it's Coach K's retirement tour, but Coach K's not really doing any coaching at this point. (laughs) He's not doing any coaching. They're at number eight. And at number 10, uh, look, if you wanted to put Houston at number 10, you wanted to put Illinois at number 10, you wanted to put... uh, You want to put Tennessee, Villanova, if you think Providence winning all these close games, being lucky is worthy of number 10, fine, whatever. UCLA number 10, just on the fault that I think they're more talented than those other teams. So there you go. Rounded it out uh, with UCLA uh, for the power rankings. By the way, the slate tomorrow is not as good as you would hope for a Saturday. There are a few intriguing games. You have Texas Tech and Texas which is very much intriguing. Texas Tech returned trip to Austin after really just the old old classic hate game for Texas Tech fans of their former coach, Chris Beard. And they really just an impressive win against Texas uh, a little bit over a week ago. That's your best game tomorrow. Uh, Then you have Illinois and Michigan State, which is also pretty good. Uh, But in the end here, as it is with betting college basketball, Gonzaga is your current betting favorite to win the national title. They are correctly your betting favorite to win a national title. So, again, I am – we are 27 days away from the round of 64 starting a month from yesterday. We are heading into the most enjoyable college basketball time of the year right now. Everyone's fully getting getting ingrained again. Maybe a little bit harder to bet because people are coming back after the NFL ending. But I am super excited to see how this all plays out. Because this year, the talent feels better than it's ever been because of the transfer portal and the extra COVID year for a lot of these guys. And that will probably make for a just, maybe, can't go as bonkers as last year. Most insane tournament we've ever seen last year. But even if we get about 50% of the craziness, we've done pretty well for ourselves in this year's tournament.
3: I got to ask you, you, Jeff. you have a question. Yeah. I, where would you rank March Madness for, like, your favorite sporting event?
2: Well, for for betting purposes, for betting purposes, the first four days of the tournament is what I – that was the first – after turning 21, that was the first event I came out here for. That That is number – it's always number one for me. There are individual football weeks that get you excited. Week one of the NFL season's always exciting. The divisional round, and now the wild card round, because we have an extra game, even though the wild card round stunk this year in the NFL, is exciting. But it's near the top. It's always going to be near the top for me for Marshall Madison. Look, when you grow up where I grew up, where the New Jersey Nets were the better pro basketball team growing up for me young when Jason Kidd and the Nets were making their their finals. The Knicks were horrible. College basketball was where it was at. And it still always is in the Northeast. It's It's a college basketball area of the country. That's why the Big East was so dominant for as long as it was. We're slow jamming with Vinny. That's coming next. Numbers Game here on Visa. is a great offer that can only be described as madness. You get VEASAN all access to everything we do from now through College Basketball's Championship on April the 4th for just $29. Sign up now and get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops Betting Guide Bracket Breakdowns Plus full access to VEASAN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game. This deal only happens once a year, so don't miss out Visit veaston.com slash madness to sign up today. See, I don't even need an introduction. That's right. The music sells it all. Slow jamming right now. Vinny Maolio, as, they, as the <laughs> kids call him, with us right now. Vinny, uh, I, first off, as always, it's a pleasure. Good to it's see ple- you. Pleasure to see you, as Good always. Good to see you, Parley. Uh, did anything here. happen last weekend?
1: No. Well, we got... Uh, the mask uh, mandate list. Right. <laughs> uh, we, well, it was a football game last yeah, just, weekend.
2: Just a, a, a small football game.
1: Yeah, and uh, what a pleasant surprise last weekend that not only did we uh, achieve uh, uh, last year's uh, handle, but we, we exceeded it. I mean, and blew through the the previous record here in Nevada of 158 yes. million, 158 for the... Um, it was the Eagles-Patriots Super Bowl a few years back. Um, so I got asked a, a lot, you know, are you surprised that you know we broke a record here in, in the state? Now, I'm not surprised that we broke a record, but by $21 million, that's a significant uh, amount.
2: So I, I wasn't surprised either, just because, right. well, of course, more than last year. You have more people mm-hmm. here than last year, just yep. based off of the the pandemic mm-hmm. conditions
1: and not that last year was awful. It was still $136 million last year. Yeah. The,
2: the only thing that I, that I was thinking though, Vinny was at least for me, it was, it was such a weird matchup to, to grapple with. Cause you had a, you had a, you had a, a Cincinnati team where you really only had three games of playoff experience to mm-hmm. go off of the Rams. You had never in a Super Bowl not that long ago. But it was Matthew Stafford's first go-around, so mm-hmm. you didn't know how he would necessarily react to the to the stage. Yeah. But I, I was just thinking, well, if we had gotten Tampa, Kansas City again, it may have even been larger. Yeah, that's that's interesting.
1: Um, you know, I, but I I think this first of all, the Super Bowl in itself—it's going to be large regardless. <laughs> you know, it's still it's still the Super Bowl, right? Um, but as the playoffs went. There was there was support for the Bengals. I mean, we we could tell here by uh, by the amount of support that the Bengals uh, received in terms of betting interest and in terms of you know just out and out cheering. I think people like that Cinderella, if you want to call them a Cinderella. I mean, yeah, um, I think you can. You know, they were the fourth choice in the division uh, going into in, in the future book. I mean, uh, we opened them one hundred to one last year, and a few they got they got higher early in the season. So uh the Rams were still a good story because again regionally uh uh their their popularity um Rams were 25 to 1 pre uh, pre Stafford deal mm-hmm. right so uh but but look the thing about it is as as the playoffs went and the playoffs were bet very soft, very strongly as well oh yeah so but as the playoffs went as the weeks went by Jeff it there there was, you know what? Hey, this is okay. We're gonna have fun with this matchup, and and it's not like there was this enormous favorite. I mean, it was it was four, right? Well, it was four, so four, four and you know, a half. You know, we yeah, we got we did get as high as five briefly on Sunday uh, Sunday uh, uh, afternoon, but uh, early afternoon. But the fact of the matter is, uh, there there was still enough marquee names that people recognition um, the, the props, which
2: how much did uh, that account for by the yeah, way?
1: Yeah, we which was newer uh, uh, this year, so. Uh, Typically, here at South Point, uh, it, it would be like 50-50 props to, to game. And uh, Chris ran a report on uh, on Monday. Chris Andrews, uh, our director, he said, wow, this, it was closer to 60%. Now, I, I know we talked to some of our colleagues in the industry, and uh, you know, in some places it was as much as 70. But the props were fun. People had a good time with them. There were, there were a lot of recognizable names on both sides. Uh, that people had a lot of fun with so uh props uh, the futures were good uh the exacta the rams to defeat the bengals what did that open in the beginning 70 way? going into the playoffs 70 how, the how many
2: people had that
1: it was a few tickets i didn't get the exact number That would be a good number to know but there was a few tickets on uh, on uh, on that <laughs> you know so yeah yeah it was uh, it was good so all you know all on all accounts and of course you know the property was uh, on full display, uh, Las Vegas on full display. Great, uh, great response. Uh, during it. I, I one other thing I was a little surprised about, hotel occupancy was not as high as it was in recent years. So that also speaks to how strong uh, that, uh, that handle was.
2: Well, let me ask you this. How many people do you think, because the Super Bowl, of course, was in Los yeah. Angeles. How many people, uh, again, you, plenty of people who have jets who can go back and forth pretty quickly. It's not a far drive. Do you think having a Super Bowl that close played a little bit of a role in what you just I said
1: do. There? I do. Anytime, and we did talk about it, the fact that it was regional, uh, that it would, it would certainly have a positive impact. And I think what you had, too, was where a lot of folks from Southern California, in particular, drive across the border, uh, make their plays either over the counter or earlier in the week. Or the uh, you know maybe a week ago today on Friday and then go back and then be part of the uh, you know the, the, the experience down there. Um, so uh, while the occupancy might not have been as high, I mean certainly regionally it didn't hurt. Now next year it'll be regional as well because it's in Phoenix. Um, curious to see how you know with Phoenix now having sports betting, uh, I think it's going to be fun. It's just an expansion. I mean I look at it regionally. You know, people are going to you know because one of, here's here's one of the questions next year because there's the sports betting in Arizona. You know, do you think the handle will we'll go will down, take a hit? Yeah. Um, I I welcome the opportunity to uh,
2: to go. <laughs> you get to go, to head, go to head, head. head to head. <laughs> so. Uh, the, and then of course you speak regionalized. By the way, of course I don't I don't know if you know this, Vinny, but uh that that uh the Super Bowl game will be here two years from now. I think uh, I think there'll be strong handle for that one.
1: You know. Uh, <laughs> We've always had a great response to Super Bowl. I mean, there's typically uh, more people in Las Vegas for super, super, uh, super Bowl weekend than in the host city. Um, but again, you know, LA so you know so so populous, right? Uh, mm-hmm. But we're we're gonna it'll be a great response. The interesting thing is, you know, what if it's the Raiders uh, in a couple of years, right? Um, what if they're
2: hosting? Their you know, own super I Bowl? mean, you
1: still have a national following. The Raiders still. Have a not only a national following, but I think there's a little, still a lot of folks in in the uh, the Bay Area that there's are a lot of, huge. Of course, LA, and then Los Angeles. Yeah. I think there's still LA's team uh, football team when uh, when you when you break down the fan bases.
2: Couldn't even imagine a, a home game Super Bowl here. Well, uh, we've I, had two in a row. We had two in right? a Well, th- that's the amazing part of this. We legitimately went 54 years yeah. with zero home teams. Right. And now we right. have back to back. You know. uh, I would be pretty surprised if Arizona made it three straight. But
1: yeah, I think I don't. I mean, it's not a favorite to happen, but uh, you know, they made the playoffs this year. Yeah. So uh, the fact that they'll be uh, they'll be you know, can they make the playoffs again next year? Well, perhaps. And,
2: Sp- speaking of uh, yeah. uh, of next year, because of course you put the future book out for yeah. for the Super Bowl dur- in that giant book of Super Bowl props. You guys did. Uh, has there been anything that's been hit so far? There or has it been pretty quiet. A little bit of. Uh, not so much ramps to repeat. Kansas City, uh,
1: I think we you know saw some. Uh, uh, I think there's a little speculation on on the Steelers, because it, I think folks are anticipating the Steelers to get an upgrade at quarterback. You don't
2: think they're going with Mason Rudolph? And, any? Uh,
1: <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> so uh, I think uh, there may be some uh, some interest uh, on the Steelers, but I think everybody's kind of taking a wait and see, and and the wild card and the whole thing. Is you know we we always talk about the draft and free agency, which we're still going to monitor. But I think this this quarterback uh, carousel, if you will, that's you know between free agency and possible trades is going to be interesting to watch. So you you know from our side of the counter, you can't just throw up some uh, numbers that are too high. Uh, We've got to handicap it a bit ourselves.
2: No, and when. You were on with me because Gil was was mm-hmm. was was out with a uh, with with COVID two weeks ago. You and I both said, "Oh, that that Steeler number seems we, and pretty we, significant." We addressed
1: it. I know there were some 80s out there. Yeah, uh, we used 50,
2: and it still and, seemed very
1: yeah. High. And, and you I mean, listen, uh, competitive division, no doubt. Uh, look, good defense. They need some offensive line help. Yes. But but uh, you know if uh, if a Russell Wilson goes to the Steelers is that a a, a big impact a big plus to the Steelers no question yeah, about so. it you know so and again not that I've got some inside information I just I just throw a name like that out there but there's a ripple effect too because by the same token there are going to be some teams that have to be raised by virtue of a, a quarter a significant quarterbacks moving
2: well they again. There seems to be a, a, a part of the market that isn't buying Tom Brady actually stepping away also, too, which throws sure. another curveball into this. Uh, we're going to continue slow jamming here. Uh, Vinny, uh, Vinny Maliulo, of course, with us right now. We'll do one more segment with Vinny. Uh, NASCAR Super Bowl is Sunday, so we'll get a, yes, a, so a few things from behind the counter on the Daytona 500 and more with Vinny. Slow jamming continues next numbers game here on Visa. BetMGM customers can score big with a special offer on the NBA All-Star Game. Simply place a $25 wager on the game and you'll receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any other NBA wager. Just opt into the promotion, place your bet, and enjoy the All-Star Game like you never have before with BetMGM. So get a piece of the NBA action all season long with the King of Sportsbooks, BetMGM. So sign into your BetMGM account today and receive a $10 Free bet on the NBA when you place a twenty five dollar wager on the NBA All Star Game. Tipping off on Sunday. This Sunday, two days from now. This promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. It is a numbers game here on Vsin. I'm Jeff Parlson for Gil Alexander. We're slow jamming with uh with Vinny Maliulo right now. And Vinny, uh I promised, I promised Wyatt Tomcheck I would I would we would talk a little bit about the great American race here because mm-hmm. it is the opening of NASCAR season. Of course uh, we have a full preview of the uh, Daytona 500. If you want Uh com for gone racing. Yes. Of course, uh, motley and gone who do mm-hmm. a tremendous job for us uh, on, uh, on gone racing. But Vinny, uh, now that football's over, it is the one race where, you know, the eyeballs will be even for, some non-NASCAR fans would imagine this is the best handle race of the year.
1: It's, it's one of the three most popular uh, NASCAR races, actually auto races uh, of the year. And for, for, for a long time, uh, when I got into this industry 40 years ago, there was, uh, there were two, we booked two races a year, two auto races a year. Uh, it was Daytona. And it was the Indy 500. Other than that, there really wasn't that much interest and not that much uh, uh, offered on, on auto racing here in the state of Nevada. Of course, now uh, NASCAR, the NASCAR uh, circuit is uh, uh, posted on a weekly basis. But still, Daytona is one of the top three. The two races here in Las Vegas, the Pennzoil 400 and the South Point uh, 400 are, are the other races. Actually, that exceed Daytona and and again the fact that they're here in town adds to that. Anytime something's here in town, you can bump that handle uh by, you know, as you know, 25% 20 to uh to 30% or more. You know, if it's a fight, you know, a major I mean all the UFC cards here uh always uh, get a higher handle and, they, and of course major boxing events and stuff. But uh, the Daytona will uh, uh and We'll, we'll get a lot of handle, and what helps it is with that, <clears throat> with that interest. You know, more props. Uh, you know, winning manufacturer. Uh, you know, group uh, gr- uh, groups of four uh, to finish uh, a tops in a group. Folks love the uh, the group finishes as well. So, always a lot of fun with uh, with the Daytona.
2: As I said earlier, blind spot for mm-hmm. me, NASCAR racing. Any racing, really? for Well, me. ask why. Why? No, oh, I. There, I right? You, you got to reach out
1: to your resources.
2: First off, I, I'm not. No disrespect to our guy Tom Check, who yeah. I love, but we we we'd be we'd be going with Gone and Modley. Well,
1: you have to go with yeah. uh, first of all, and then Brendan, of course, who's been in the race. Yes, I mean, let's face it. Yeah. <laughs> you're not going to get you better insight <laughs> as, as to uh, you know an opinion on uh, on not only NASCAR and Joe, but somebody who's been in in the race. I mean, it's. It's as valuable as, you know, throughout our, our network here at VEASAN when we've got uh, professional athletes and coaches, uh, GMs, uh, et cetera on. When you've got a, a person that's uh, been behind the wheel uh, going around uh, these tracks, particularly a track uh, like Daytona, mm-hmm. you're going to get great insight. No question.
2: Vinny, let's, uh, l- let's go to All-Star Weekend yeah. in the NBA. Uh, I don't advocate betting the game. Because you have. How about, how about the total? <laughs> well, 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 the totals. It's harder with the total now because of the, the new ending. They do the Elam ending in the uh, in the uh, NBA All Star game, adding twenty four uh, to the team who's leading score yeah. uh, to get to the final score. So you kind of it's hard. Like in the past, it'd be like, oh, we'll just blindly bet the total up to. Up to realistically, some something in the mid three hundreds at this
1: rate. We opened at three twenty one. Three twenty one. Yeah, it's probably going up as we speak. Yeah, it probably. You just is. sit here, I mean, it, I remember when we f- we put the NBA All Star total up, uh, like in the eighties and and nineties, when it really you know started to jump and you know it was like you know two seventy five, and thinking how high can you make this thing? No such thing. <laughs> you can't make it too high. It's just insane.
2: No, just uh no bets for that, but uh skills you, you have the uh the skills the uh We're, the skills, the uh three point contest, dunk contest this weekend as yeah, well.
1: We've got uh so the game itself, uh Team LeBron five and a half that has not moved. Uh team Durant uh, the total three twenty-one, um two ten and eighty on the uh, uh on the money line right now. Mm-hmm. Skills uh, challenge, team rooks one uh minus one hundred thirty, the uh team Cavs. Team Rooks being the rookies, rookies, of course. You know, just throwing a little. <laughs> uh, but you've got Team ca- uh, Cavs at uh, uh, plus 180 and uh, the Antetokounmpo's.
2: Yes, I almost called them the Giannis's before by <laughs> accident. Uh,
1: I think people will know you're talking about. Yeah, no, I have. Uh, They're but... plus 375. So, um, you know, three-point contest. I'll go through these real quick. Yeah. Uh, Trey Young, 5-1. to one. Uh, Fred Van Fleet uh, of Toronto nine to two, Desmond Bain from Memphis five to one, Zach Levine, Chicago, six to one, Patty Mills, uh, from the Nets nine to two. Uh, Luke Kennard, uh, eleven to two, CJ McCollum nine to one, and Carl Anthony Towns, twelve to
2: one. I am frustrated that they changed the format of the skills, Vinny. I am frustrated on that because the The recent format was just bet the big guy at the long odds right? because everyone likes to bet the guards because they're better three-point shooters on the end, but that didn't matter. Bam and and Sabonis were the last two winners of that, and they were big prices. Now we got this other team format that there's no point in betting.
1: You know, when you look at these All-Star games, okay, every... You know this tweaking confuses folks. I sure does. Even though we, you put word out, it's out on social media. Let's face it; there's more information available today than ever before. But when it comes to all-star games, a lot of times people don't—they they still don't realize the changes until all of a sudden you, th- th- it's happening in the game. Right. <laughs> Not only before the game, but all, wait a second—what are they doing now? It's, so, um, th- does it add to? L- let's just pay attention, uh, honestly, uh, to, and realize that. These all-star games continue to be tweaked. Um, now it seems on, on, a, on, a, on a yearly basis. On a daily basis. On no, a daily almost. basis. Almost. <laughs> almost. No, no line on it a celebrity like... game? No? No. No? Not, uh, you You want to bet? We can get a little no, I'm okay. I, of you if you want.
2: I, I'll be honest with you, Vinny. I went through the list because I was watching Oregon, Arizona State last night. And, okay. of course, Dave Pash, Bill Walton. Again, I don't know how Pash does what he does with Walton, but they're phenomenal to listen to. Walden is coaching the celebrity game tonight. Yeah. Him and Dominique Wilkins. I and just well, I got two
1: things. Just to interrupt. Yeah, go ahead. There's please. two things I would please. love to know about the celebrity game tonight. Please, please. First of all, the, the locker room, you know, music on both has gotta be amazing.
2: Well, just let right? like Quavo just let like uh, handle it on his own.
1: And um and then the what's the pre game speech for these two teams? Oh, wow.
2: Well, well, Walton said last night, "There's no such thing as a bad shot in the Celebrity All-Star Game," <laughs> which he's right. Uh, but uh,
1: the no, question is, will Walton become? Here's a here's a well, Walton become a player coach?
2: <laughs> no, I um, I'd, I'd be more willing to put Wilkins out there than, no, uh, well, than Walton I
1: mean, at this I mean, point.
2: Yeah, both uh, of them, but uh, regardless, though, uh, no line on that. Thankfully, no, no line on there that. is no line on. that. Uh, uh before before we go here, yeah. uh, you said you have uh, some special visitors today.
1: We do have some special visitors from the uh, UNLV School of Law the Boyd School of Law. You know, every uh semester uh I'm fortunate to I get asked to uh to guest lecture uh the uh, uh the compliance uh, portion uh, of the of the law school and uh uh they're coming they're coming here today. So uh yeah, they're going to visit with uh, uh Chrisy's out of town otherwise he'd be here as well but Jimmy Vaccaro and our uh, general manager Ryan Growney, will uh, will have the students here today. So uh, there may be a few uh, uh, majors changed after today. I'm <laughs> uh, I i do not know. There may be uh, some of the bookies of tomorrow here today. So look forward to uh, having the students here. And I get to uh, I did a, a class at uh, Kansas State the last couple of years. Yes, you as t- well. you're telling us that. Uh, Dan Keister from uh, uh, the economics school at uh, Kansas State, who's a, a big VSN listener uh, and. Uh, uh, shout out to Dan and his uh, his class. And
2: uh, are you ever well, are, are they ever going to have you bring you to Manhattan to do one of those lectures, Vinny?
1: Well, you I, should. I, I did it in uh, I did it across the river in Brooklyn on many
2: occasions. <laughs> oh, that, but thanks, thanks, man. <laughs> <at> Brooklyn College. <laughs> yeah, no, I I think so.
1: I think uh, I actually it's something that we've talked about. Uh, and uh, we can do it certainly uh, virtually as well. Have so. you?
2: You've never been to Manhattan, Kansas, right?
1: Uh, not Manhattan, Kansas. Okay, but, uh, you, you, but but you know the other Manhattan. The other event, Manhattan,
2: so. I think you and I have been been uh, have taken advantage of plenty of times. <laughs> so Let's put it that way. Vinny Melio, of course, uh, slow jamming as always. Vinnie, pleasure to be with you, Jeff. We'll see you next Friday. Yes, we'll do it. Absolutely. The Lombardi line. Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi coming your way next. This is all the time we've had today. On a numbers game, we'll see you next week, and good luck on all your bets this weekend, everyone.
0: At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field.